0: Today's bonus episode of the ButteCast is brought to you by Park Street Liquors. If you're looking for it, Park Street Liquors has it. Stop by and see Tom and the crew today. They can assist with your corporate event or wedding by helping create and plan your wine and spirits menu. They can also point you to the finest whiskeys, regional spirits, or the latest RTDs. Park Street Liquors. Call 406-782-6278 or stop by at 133 West Park Street. Make your story legendary. Now... Let's get this thing started. Welcome to the Butte cast with Bill Foley. It's a podcast about the greatest city in the world. You, America. Amen. Let's meet the people and characters who make Butte the richest hill on earth. Woo-hoo! Now, here's my dad. America USA When it comes to writing, I learned a long time ago that whenever someone tells you that they liked a story you wrote, it usually means that they like the subject matter. That is what wins awards when it comes to writing. You get a good cancer survivor story, and people will love it, even if you're not a great writer. I like to think that I can hold my own on the keyboard, but I'm under no delusion that the column I wrote about Tommy Malott last week was well-read because of the writer. The story was Tommy, and he is beloved around the state and beyond. In 2006, Butte High basketball player Tyler Gilder busted a skull open on the floor of the Butte Civic Center during the first round of the Class AA State Tournament. He was undercut by a cheap shot, and his season was over. And yes, it was a cheap shot. The Great Falls High player might not have meant to crack Tyler's skull, but he was trying to take him down hard because Tyler was a problem for the Bison. I wrote about Tyler and his recovery, and I won first place in the Montana Newspapers Association Better Newspapers Awards. I joked that if Tyler would have died, I would have won a Pulitzer. Luckily, that never happened. I would have been a lot happier just writing about Butte High State Championship, which they would have won without the cheap shot, and never have a plaque that is in a box somewhere in my basement. The point is, the subject is the key. Last week's subject drove a ton of people to Buttecast.com and it helped bring some eyes and ears to the website and podcast. I'd say that Tommy gets an assist, but it is so much more than an assist. That is what today's column is all about. It is about growing an audience for the podcast and website, and that story definitely opened some eyes. Still, I could use some help. So please tell your friends and family about the website and podcast. And please show those electronically challenged people in your lives and we all have them How to download the Apple Podcast and Spotify app so they too can listen to the Buttecast. I really would appreciate that. Now, here's this week's column. You can read it for yourself at Buttecast.com. Tapper Light. Getting an assist to gain some website traction. In August, I told my mom I was leaving my job at Butte Sports to start a podcast. What? She said emphatically, what is a podcast? She was not alone in her reaction. I get that from a lot of people. Here in the Mining City, we are always about 10 years behind the times, maybe more. When I tell people about my podcast, which is called the Buttecast and available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, I find myself describing what a podcast is, getting the word out That I have a podcast is difficult when so many people do not know what I am talking about. Sure, anyone under the age of 40 knows, but I am aiming at all ages. The dilemma was similar to a decade earlier when I left my job at the Montana Standard to write for a website. People would come up to me at Butte High, Butte Central, and Montana Tech Games and ask me what I was doing there with a camera. When I told them I was writing for Butte Sports, they would tell me that they have never been on the Internet. Tudo Stagnoli always accused me of having a camera without film. He was right. It was digital. About a year after we started Butte Sports, my Tuesday column started to appear in the Butte Weekly, and many people think that is all that I do. Starting something new can mean a step back, a giant step back. When we started Butte Sports in 2012, it took a while for people to find our site, even if we had some name recognition with Bruce Saylor joining the team. The one thing we had going for us was the Butte High football team. The Bulldogs kept winning games in exciting fashion, and people started finding our stories on the team in their Facebook and Twitter feeds. We could not write enough about the Bulldogs or the Ordiggers who won the 2012 Frontier Conference football crown. As the Bulldogs and Ordigger teams gained more popularity, so too did our website. By the time Butte High senior Jake he booted a 46-yard field goal to beat Bozeman at the buzzer in the Class AA state championship game, Butte Sports was a household name in Butte and around the state. Over the last 10 years, We would routinely get more than 10,000 hits on Butte sports during nights of big games. We got a lot more than that the night Dougie Peoples sank the shot to lift the Maroons to the Class A state title in March. Starting over with the Buttecast, and Buttecast.com meant a step back in exposure, and this time, I did not have a state champion football team to talk or write about, at least not yet. Enter Thomas William Mallott. Most people call him Tommy, or better yet, Touchdown Tommy, and he is the pride and joy of Butte America. Last week's column was about Tommy's incredible interview after he helped lead the Montana State Bobcats to a lopsided win over the Montana Grizzlies. It was like Jake Dennehy kicked that field goal again. And again. The traffic on ButteCast.com went up about 10,000% in the days following that column because everybody loves Tommy. I mean, everybody. Even Grizzly fans like Tommy, and that is saying a lot in this era of insanity and misguided hatred. Grizzly fans rarely even like their own quarterback, let alone one who plays for that team on the other side of the Continental Divide. A weekly column about Tommy would put the new side on par with Butte Sports in no time. My brother jokingly told me I should write a column trashing Tommy because that would get a lot of readers. He's right. A column like that would really go viral, but people would absolutely hate me for it. According to his movie Private Parts, the average hater of Howard Stern listened more than the average fan negativity sells, and being a jerk can be lucrative. Of course, there is no possible way to trash Tommy Malhot. He is everything they pretended Brett Favre to be in the movie There's Something About Mary. Tommy really is like an Eagle Scout. Favre, well, not so much. So, you will not be seeing or hearing any trashing of the Mining City legend on my website and podcast. Instead, I will just try to let the great conversations with some interesting people and characters of the Mining City speak for themselves. Guests so far on the Butte cast include Don People Sr., his grandson Dougie, Anaconda native Jesse Laslovich, Montana Tech Ordigger great Deion Williams, Butte High legend Mickey Tuttle, Brody Kelly, geriatric coach Bob Green, Dr. Nick DeJovan, Hattie Thatcher, Kelly Johnson-Meade, KXLF reporter John Amy, Leo McCarthy, Matt Ludke, Mike Anderson, Julie leary Nadu, Deanne Johnson, Ari Gray, the late Tom Lapraus, boxers Ethan and Eli Roblooski, Kathy Tutty, Jack Prigge, Mike Hamblin, J.P. Gallagher, Matt Vincent, Karen Sullivan, Jim LaProwse, Kathleen McLaughlin, Bruce Saylor, and Jake Larson, just to name a bunch. We have a lot more coming, too. I think the word is finally starting to get out on the podcast, too, thanks to a big assist from Tommy, who will hopefully be a guest someday in the very near future. The other night, I got a sense that word is getting out when some of my son's knucklehead friends decided to prank call me. One thing I learned is that my son needs to find some smarter friends. They called me from a number that came up on the caller ID. When they called back, it said no caller ID. That is kind of like looking directly into the security camera before putting on your robber mask. What the friend said to me on the phone was really shocking. Bill, the caller said. Yeah, who's this? I responded. After a brief pause, the caller said, bleep you and your bleepy podcast. I have to admit I was completely blown away by the comments. I was in shock. Can you believe it? Those kids know that I have a podcast.